All right, hey, how's it going, guys? This is I Am Comics Podcast, our first one. We, uh, I am kind of nervous, but I am Josh Casper, and right beside me is... Yo, this is JJ Kirby, uh, putting it down like it's gravity. Holla at your boy. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, what we are is we at I Am Comics is we want to start a movement pretty much. We want you, we want to know what makes you comics. We want to know what got you into it, you know, or maybe if you fell out of it, what got you fell out of it? Go JJ. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> go JJ. Put it back on me. I'm you, like, "Oh, okay. This is how we do this. It's how we doing this." Uh-huh. And we going to run it like that. All right, then done. Let's do let's get into it. Um yeah, now nah, Josh came at me about doing a podcast. And I'm such an urban hermit that I was like, man, you know, podcast, what is that? That new school radio? And so, uh, you want to do it about comics? I was like, all right, you know, I got this thing that I'm trying to push uh, called I Am Comics. And I want to know how you rep comics. You know, I've been repping comics forever, you know, to the point where I got in the industry uh, in 95 as a comic book artist at Wildstorm under Jim Lee to, you know, get into comics. I've been loving them since I was 10 years old, and I knew I wanted to be an artist at 10 years old. So um, I got long boxes. I go to Comic-Con every year. I got T-shirts, you know. Uh, I draw. I got my own comics I'm working on. Um, when I walk down the street and I see my folks, I stop and talk comics with them. You know, we geek, we geek out for a good minute, you know, before I go in the club. It's just, it's just what we do. So I'm not alone in this. And uh, this is a website to see or, or a podcast to see who's with us. So when we talk to you and ask you questions, we'll be like, yo, son, how are you comics? You know, what you rep, what do you do? We'll be talking to everybody from the average Joe to comic book artists to uh, comic book colorists, professionals, uh, comic book shop owners. We'll be talking to everybody and we'll we'll, we'll ask them the question of uh, how are you comics? You know, why are you comics? You know, what got you into this? How you rep it? You know, every day. It's a lifestyle. And we're trying to see who who's living it like that. If you uh, know what I'm talking about. Yes, <laughs> I do know what you're talking about. Go ahead. I, myself, am a lover of comics. I have yeah. not gone, done anything as well as JJ. Oh, <laughs> but I'm trying. Mm-hmm. Um, as a child, I liked comics. But then as I grew up, I fell out of it. And then in high school, I read Preacher which then changed my life and made me get back into comics. And I'm just hoping we could pass that same love to somebody else and inspire them to read a book and then inspire them to do stuff with it. Whether it's in comics, movies, whatever they want to do with it, as long as it helps them out. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. I will say, um, <clears throat> I want to see how passionate people are about it, though. You know? Because... Uh, have friends who you wouldn't even assume are into comics, but they'll love uh, Batman or love Wonder Woman for whatever reason. It will go off for hours on what they think about the state of a a character is or what the company's doing or what they're doing in the cinematics or whatever. I'm like, okay. I remember when it was just like, yo, me and my homies got got our comics on the low low, and then it's like we meet at school trading comics in the locker room. You know, like you're near the lockers or everything. Like, yo, son, get these, get these or whatever, and uh. Yeah, big up to my man Lance Taylor. <laughs> it's just like Shark Fin, 
He know what I'm talking about. But um, yeah, it was like it was like it was the underground thing, you know. So, you know, if you wore a shirt that had a Batman symbol on it, they didn't. People didn't know what was up with that. Besides the TV show. But nowadays, everybody wearing a Batman oh, shirt. They're wearing Thor, anything, and you ask them, and they don't know anything about it. It's those people who uh, who just saw the movie and think they you know everything about a character that killed me though. I, I I can't even front. You know, I can't even front when they get when they uh, you start talking to them like, "Yo, I love Wolverine," you know, and they be like, "Oh, I love Wolverine too." And you start and you start geeking out, and they be like, "Oh, all my knowledge is strictly from um, the movies." Hugh Jackman is all it is. I'm like. Big up to Hugh Jackman, but uh, <laughs> great actor, <laughs> you know. But I'm like, yo, man, Wolverine is supposed to be like a like five foot two or five, like real short, very stocky. very short, like a Wolverine, very short stocky man. Yes, Wolverine, uh, Hugh Jackman is like six foot something. I ain't mad at that. That's hot. Go ahead. But I'm like, it just kills me. It just kills me. But you have to have enough room in your universe to uh, let people imagine and escape along with you that's the fun of reading comic books you know what I mean yeah that's true that's why some people get out of it and they, they're like you know I'm like you know for me it's it's. I'm trying to still uh, see a man swing around on webs I'm like yo that shit is cool that shit is fly you know what I mean that's fly without the wings I can, I can fuck with that well how excited were you when the first time you uh, found out they made the Spider-Man movie you talking about the new Spider-Man the Topher, or, 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 the Topher or, or, Grace you know what back, well <laughs> I was down with that the early, the first one was dope. Now I think I remember the second one being dope too. The third one's when they jumped the shark, and it's just the second like, one was their Godfather. I'm saying their Godfather too. I'm saying it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the third one was terrible. It, it was, was terrible. It was you know, I, I will say this about this podcast: you, you're gonna hear some real, real stories and real, real uh, behind the scenes and real talk because I don't know how to talk any other way. <laughs> and Josh will yeah. ask those questions naturally and be like, yeah, well, you, you, what about this? And I'm like, yeah, and I have an answer for him. So just expect to hear those, those tidbits. All right, so now that we have kind of explained to you what and why we are doing what we are doing, is um, we've also explained who we are. And now when are we going to do this? We're going to try to do this once a week if uh, maybe we start getting better at it. We will do it twice a week. <laughs> All right, <laughs> but for now we're just having fun and just seeing where it goes. Yeah, that's cool. And then um, where we'll be doing it at? I know that we'll also be going to certain comic shops, uh, talking with the the owners if they allow us to, to partake of their time. You know, any any anybody coming into the shop can get on the mic and check one two on it. You know, uh, give a shout out to Ray Ray. Holla at your boy. Holla black. Uh. Yeah, so you know we'll we'll also like on the block if we see each other and we talking get out you know pull out the recorder and get it going on because you never know when it's some good geeking out going on, so that's the mission. Yes, that is the mission that we are trying to do. So if you see us, you know us. Don't fucking stop. Don't think you can't stop to talk to us because we will talk comics and be prepared to talk about it for two hours three hours at an end so you will be late to work so if, if you ain't got shit to do talk to uh, us if you do don't better help your boss don't care <laughs> right <laughs> yeah better hope he hope he's cool with it if so he's yeah. a comic book lover send him down our way as well I don't know right I just came to uh, from the comic shop earlier and uh, I'm, I'm one of those people that I get comics I don't read them right I don't read them as soon as I get them. 
I used to, but now I wait. I'll wait a week or two to read. Why is that? Um, it's I wait because working in the industry, you see how they're made. Uh, you get you get information on what's going on, or you can see the direction of it. it I, the the surprise is kind of gone, so I gotta like you know, let it marinate. Forget everything I, I saw when I picked it up off the shelf. Yeah. And then read it from the cover to the end without looking through it. I like to be surprised, like okay. you know, like you know what I mean. Cause like, like you know, you're more digital than I am. So when I look through a book, I like to be able to like touch it, you know, hold it, smell it, you know, like it's, yeah. it's comic. And then if like I, I flip through the page and I like Man, give me that first splash, you know, panel one, panel two, it's supposed to be red, like you know, you turn the page, it's a t- the page turner. So then it's like, oh, you know, surprise me when you get there. So when it's coming for the monster, you be like, oh. Bigger, you know, and then you read the word balloon. You be like, I didn't even hear it. I had to, I had to read it, man. Damn, that shit is hot. Okay, okay. So and so did that. I miss uh, continuity in comics right now. I think that's 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 messing it up for mine. Yeah. I still go collect every Wednesday, but the continuity, you can't trust it like you used to. It's like you go pick up a Marvel book. It was like, yo, man. It every was, month, yeah. you know, it's like you getting that adventure continuation. But it's like nowadays, it's like everybody's on some like you know where we're gonna destroy our universe, and 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 put it over here, or or we give it a fresh new polish instead of just writing better stories and just keeping it all consistent and just keeping all that continuity instead of telling you know all the fans that you know like everything that you believed in, read or was down with didn't happen. Yeah, yeah, you know, that we have we have corporate decisions that can like you know veto that. And that that sucks. It's like really, but yeah, that's where the state of affairs are at right now. Yeah, and I find that DC has done it more. They did than Marvel has. They did. They did because yeah. Marvel Marvel was like, "Well, we're gonna do this, right? We can do this, and like this is a story. You know, maybe we should, and we'll make it make sense, and like do like you know this story that ties it all together." And I like the idea that they have a couple characters left over from the old universe to uh, let to help connect the old universe to the new universe right and i'm like all right cool so it's like yeah it did happen that that jump did happen and there was some history before is there a possibility that you can go back to it maybe i don't know you know it's, it's comics you can be like if we gonna get inside of somebody's head and and do a jump back yeah. or whatever or you know but it's like if, if you don't it's, they're just like you know right now like marvel's just like well it's it's new and it's different instead of saying it's a rebirth it's just like it's new and it's different. I'm like, well, how different is it? What Very are you doing different. Differently? But it's just, but it's just like <clears throat> they didn't start over with number ones. Where like you know, here's a new introduction to a character. Um, it's just like you know, the same character that you was reading last month. You know, are is here. You know, and number one, it's a whole new take on this character. And I'm like, well, there's not a new take you're doing. Besides. Uh, female Thor, but she was the same before they gave her her own stuff anyway. So they didn't have to do a whole rebirth. They could have just kept doing what the fuck they were doing. <laughs> Honestly, it, it was it was all <laughs> just pretty much uh, Jonathan Hickman. The way he wrote Avengers and New Avengers, every universe, everything was dying. So the only thing left was the universe, our Marvel universe, the six one six, and the Ultimate Universe. So you know. Pretty much some of them had to die. Wolverine, our Logan is dead. We have Laura, X-23 as Wolverine. And then we also have Old Man Logan. But that just reeks of like... 
well, we're not being able to put them in the movie, so we might as well just write them off or just change everything or, or, or make new characters that are completely under our copywritten laws, you know, or, or hands. So it's like, you know, can't nobody take it and do it in the movies. And if you want to do something in the movies, well, this is, you know, what they're, that's why they cut out the Fantastic Four and that's why they're killing the X-Men. And, you know, that's why they pumped up Deadpool and, like, downplays, you know, not downplay, but, like, Spider-Man was, was the thing. Yeah. And then it was like, once they did him in the movies and Sony did what they doing with him and then like, Marvel's like, well, we can't do anything we want with them, really. They're like, who else we got like that? We'll, we'll play up Deadpool. I think that's also affecting maybe the sales on the comics. It's it's, it's, it's going to affect everything, and Marvel is just instead undoing of, itself it instead of trying to get bigger. Comics is dying because of the they got in the movies, and I, you, you can quote me later on that. <laughs> I'm for real. They're like comics are dying because it's like they're in the movies now, and it's just like, and it's not, and it's not a thing where it's like, oh, it's. It's amazing to see X Men. It's amazing to see Spider Man, and, and, and even even the Batman and Superman movies. I'm like, as a kid growing up, doing you know just drawing comics and loving comics, to see a comic book movie or a cartoon or anything that was like on the screen was like wow. And now we're in a day and age where it's like, yeah, you get that you know regularly every it's, year. It's every, every year, year. it's mainstream. It's, it's the thing superhero. now. It's the thing. But what it's doing is killing comics because now. The, Comic companies are like, you know, well, we can, the ultimate goal for us is to put out great comics, but to also be like, get it on the screen. And it's like, man, they're going to put it on the screen, and if they can't put it on the screen, and Marvel's like, man, we have established that we can do dope, amazing movies with our stuff, especially backed by um, Disney. And it's like, all right, you know, big up, no doubt, I I love Marvel. And and Warner Brothers is over there like, well, what do we do with Superman and Batman? And I'm kind of biased, I can't even front, I, I... I work for Warner Brothers. I love working for DC Comics. I love, I love what what was established. But it just hurts me when I'm like, just put the comic books on the screen. You don't have to like fight it. I felt like like they're fighting what they what they are to try to be something that they're not on screen. And I'm just like, just do what the fuck you want to do. Just do it on the screen. Just just put it yeah. on. Just put it on the screen. Like and it's like I, it's like I know people were tripping off a of Suicide Squad. They were like, ah, you know, it's it was it was three different movies in one. It was edited differently, and it was like it was this hoopla, and it could have been this and that. I enjoyed that movie. I can't even front. I went in there. I was just like, I I went in knowing all the hype because now in days, you you see a movie because you looked on YouTube. You've done the reviews. People, everybody's talking about it. It's social media. It's all over the place. It's the sign of the times. Yeah. Back in the days, it was just like. Word of, see, word of mouth. Word of mouth. You see an average, yeah. you see an ad, or oh, you know, it's coming, and you be like, oh, I can't wait to see that movie. You're not gonna see a superhero commercial or anything around. Nothing like, before. None but of now, that. Now it's None everywhere. None of that. Everywhere. None, of that. Yeah. None of that. Now that now they have websites dedicated to everything's the movie digital. Out. I mean, even digital, digital billboards, digital, you know, ads, everything. Everything's like right. At, it's like, and that's just how it is. So it's like comics are are they changed, and it's like they they've evolved, and everybody's loving it. They're way more mainstream. But, but nobody's they, reading the actual. But nobody's books. actually reading the books because yeah. they're like you know now it's like oh it's it's the, I'd rather wait on the movie and I can just watch it and get it like like that I'm like they think they, the the people who watch Civil War probably think that's what Civil War the comic was about <laughs> when it clearly wasn't you know I'm pretty sure there's people who have seen <laughs> the movie and just, think I'm sure Batman and Superman the movie they think was a comic well, you gotta, which was various comics but yeah. not that one you know well you got to mind you got to think of it and look at it like. There are uh, people who are into the um, story, and there are people who are into, like, you know, just the visual. Yeah. So there are people who go to the movies to peep the visual, 
right? And they're like, oh, you know, but it's like there's backstory. There's more to these characters. There's there's a whole so many so many great stories and episodes. If you just pick up a book and read up a comic or, or a graphic novel or a trade, and you can get this other backstory and this character and, and enrich uh, your 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 experience in this universe so much more. But our our attention span now is of goldfish. That's just, the sad truth <laughs> is we don't read. <laughs> we, we don't know, read. We, do, we don't read. We don't read. Right. Yeah, I can, hey, hey, but you know what? I read comics. I don't read novels. Yeah, I'm I don't. Like, you know what I mean? So it's just like, you know, you get it where you can. But, you know. I hate when people say that. They're like, oh, start, well, start reading. I'm like, I'm reading a comic book. That's read not comic. reading. How yeah, is that not reading? I read little last I'm, letters. I'm, I'm still reading. <laughs> if you ever read a Fantastic Four or read Richards, oh. you will find out it's very complicated yeah, what they say. Yes, yes. You have to be You will expand somewhat, your vocabulary. Yeah, you will expand your you'll vocabulary. Learn, you'll, you'll learn vast, some quantum a physics. Amount, you, will yeah. learn some, you will learn some new <laughs> shit. I learn lot, like, lot, lots of things from comics. You will man. be the new degra- Neil deGrasse Tyson by you reading learn, Fantastic you Four. You will understand him way better. You will be like, I understand you, brother. <laughs> no doubt. You understand the negative zone. You, know you understand I mean? everything. It's possible to teleport. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? I, I can believe in telepathy. If Reed Richards can do it, we can all do it. You know? We'll, we'll, man will make a way. You know? It can happen. So, it's... it's yeah. <laughs> and that, and that's the thing is, um, like with Fantastic Four, is it's such a shame because it is a great franchise that oh, could have been the Silver Surfer alone. Galactus. Uh, oh my god. They, they fucking Those uh, those stories, Doctor Doom, oh I mean one of the greatest god. Doom is my favorite. One of the greatest villains, Doom. Victor Vaughn is the bomb. Yeah, no diggity. The greatest name ever, Victor Vaughn Doom. You know. I'm reading all the um the visionary the John Byrne of um with the Marvel edition of, of Fantastic Force. Yeah. So like he now he put out like what, seven graphic seven trade paperbacks worth? Of Fantastic Four stories, Damn. he wrote them and drew them and inked them. He had other people ink every now and then, but for the most, he was trying to get that money. He was just like, "Man, I got to tell these stories. I'm trying to get that money." John Byrne is a beast, yeah. and y'all gonna hear this motherfucker roar because he, he, man, and it is known as like one of the most definitive, you know, stories. Hickman is dope, and everybody else, you know, is dope, but they got to give it up to John Byrne. Yeah. Never forget where it come from. John Byrne. Like, so I'm sitting there reading it, and it's like, 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 like the negative zone, Annihilus, you know, or Franklin Richards, you know, like having his power be a mutant power and like, you know, uh, things drama, you know, with Alicia, and it's like, um, like, like, like making Marvel Girl grow up to become Marvel Woman. No, 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 Invisible Woman. Invisible Woman. You know what I mean? From Invisible Girl. I'm like, John Byrne just, oh, he, he, I don't know if he was working on another book during that time. Knowing him, he probably was, he just he was you know what I mean the man's a beast so he was probably a, working not, on every other thing I know he did a run on Superman he did a uh, X-Men uh, Fantastic Four I'm what sure a, the man was writing stories while creating more stories in his mind he, he, he was just, wouldn't stop you know couldn't stop you know <laughs> amazing like wow and, and that's the thing is I I always get more like impressed when I see those books that are like done everything by one guy I'm like damn dude that must have just Took in some time. It does. It can, but there are people who like get her done. Yeah. Like John Byrne was able to get her done. Like keep that book coming out monthly and get her done at a quality rate that's high. It's that mentality. Like, like, he was just it's like, that mentality. I'm, I'm Jack Kirby used to be able to do money. it. You know, um, it just there are certain artists who get up and go to work and just can knock it out. There's some artists who get up and be like I'm trying to paint today. I'm trying or I'm trying to express today. Some people just get up and be like, man, I got to make that money from nine to five. And I got this much time to get her done. I ain't got time to sit there and romance the stone. Here we go. And what, what have you been, like, when you worked, what kind of a personalities have you got like that? 
Like, have you gotten more of the people who like are just in there to work, or the more like laid back? Are you talking about the other artists I meet or myself? Yeah, like uh, the artists uh, you like meet. I said, the, like I said, we all vary. Like I, I hung with um, like when I got in, in industry, I was an intern at Wildstorm in '95, and so um, I was in San Diego. They, they, I put, I did, I sent my submissions into the, uh, to Wildstorm. Uh, Jim Lee, Jim Lee was doing a talent search. Okay. No. Oh. Okay, and he was looking for pencilers, inkers, colorists, writers, anybody, and you know, like, you know, send your samples in and see if you got the flavors. So I was like, "All right, cool." You know, they they ran that contest, say two two years before. I was like, my first couple of years, I was like, "Man, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't worthy. I can't do this. I, I don't know. I ain't ready." I, I bitched out, you know. Yeah. You know, and then it's like uh, I want to say the third one, my comic shop lady locally in Dayton, Ohio, at the time. Uh, and my homie Boogie, aka Charles Sweeney, Sweeney, uh, was like, "Yo, son, why, you know, you damned if you do and you damned if you don't. You know, yeah. if you don't send your shit in, you still here. And if you send your shit in and they don't like it, you're still here. So what the fuck you losing? You know, you might have a chance. If anything, you improving. Exactly. So I, uh, you know, I was like, all right, I did my submissions, turned them in, and uh, at the time it was like it wasn't any email; it was fax. You know what I mean? So when I when I mailed my submissions in, my photocopies in, I didn't really get a I didn't get a response. There was no email. I was waiting on a phone call. I didn't get a phone call. Um, I assumed uh, they really didn't. I didn't get picked. Yeah, I want to yeah. say that it was like maybe a, a month had went by, maybe two months or something. Like it was, it, uh, some time it went by, and by that time I was getting pissed. I was like, "Fuck that!" I knew I was hot, and I was like, "You you better get this work." What the hell? You know? I was like, "What the fuck?" And so, uh. Um, You're trying to tell Jimmy, like, you don't know shit. You don't know shit. You don't <laughs> I know, know shit. I, I'm hot. You don't know what's. you missing out. And so <laughs> I was about. Though I started working on extreme comic submissions or whatever. Um. Uh, or, or I actually, before that, I sent some. The same Wildstorm submissions in the Top Cow. Oh, and they okay. sent me a form saying, you know, thanks, but no thanks. You know, uh. We're not looking for the stuff that you're drawing right now. And I was like, what? what you, you know? But it's like, you don't send, uh. You don't send DC samples to Marvel trying to get work. Yeah, you know, I mean, you don't. You know, you gotta, you gotta aim properly. You like don't send resume. Batman to Marvel, right, 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 to DC, right, right, right. <laughs> so it's like I'm sending like in top. I didn't know and think that Top Cow and and um, Wildstorm were like sister companies. You know, but you know they they they're related. Yeah, but they're different. So it's just like you know, and, and it's like I'll, I'll tell you more <laughs> about working up and you know working up in it and the stories that go behind. You probably don't know about, but um. <laughs> It's it's like um, I sent my submissions in and, and time had went by and I had no response and so uh, I was about to do submissions for Extreme and all of a sudden Jim called me one night and I was like, who is this? He <laughs> <laughs> was like, it's Jim Lee and I was just like, not the same. Why are you tripping? Who's Lance? <laughs> who is this? You know, Boogie? You playing on my phone? Who right, is this? Right as you're about to hang up. On I was about to hang. Like... I was just like, you know, don't fucking fuck with me. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Like, that's, that's not how we do it. Like, I've been expecting this call. Don't you, you dare know fuck what with me. You don't fuck with me. You better be Jim Lee, damn it. You know? So, and it's like, cause at the time, like, I'm coming from Ohio. I was 21, uh, 20, 20, turning 21. And um, I'd never, I thought, you know, I didn't know Jim Lee was Korean. You know, I was like, he Asian. I was like, I, I was expecting some Asian man talk. <laughs> you know? And, I, and that's like, I didn't know. And so when he was on the phone, like, yeah, this is Jim Lee. And I was just like, man, shut up. Who is this? And he was like, this is Jim Lee. And I was like, shut up. For real? Are you For real? 
oh shit, oh shit, it's Jim Lee, oh shit, <laughs> hell no. Oh. Yep. I, I, I did that for about a minute, and then I calmed down. He's like, yeah, yeah, calm calm down. It's really me, this and that. He's like, I like, I went through my submission, was wondering why you didn't uh, turn back in the, um, you know, the, the, the sample packet, you know, of, of sample script that we sent out. Like, I didn't receive anything. I don't know what you're talking about. You know, he's like, no, we uh, picked people that we liked and we uh, gave him a sample script to send, you know, to redraw, like, you know, to, to check him out again. I was like, yeah. I didn't get that, man. He was like, well, here, we're going to uh, fax you these, uh, this script and I need you to turn it around and uh, fax the samples back. Okay. 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 So I'm like, word. I'm like, I'm Willy, I'm like, nigga, this is Willy Wonka shit. I'm like, I got the golden ticket. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm about to kill some bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, they about to die. And at the time, I was working at Taco Bell. So all, my mind was strictly on getting those damn samples done. It was like, it was like people had, it was like a five-page sample script. He like, just do three pages and uh, fax it back. And I was like, man. So uh, I drew fast as hell. That shit was coming out. I was like, yeah, I, I, I knocked it out. Now... I didn't ink them. They were just pencils. Yeah. You just pen- <laughs> so I have to go take and make uh, a photocopy of some pencils. And if you know anything about you know photocopying, pencils don't translate that well when you photocopy. So that's already a level of degradation <laughs> that's, that's cut up in there, right? So then it's like, um, then I fax it. <laughs> so if you know about yeah, a fax, yeah. that's coming over like ones and zeros. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so for the time I'm thinking in my mind, I'm thinking like, all right, I sent over the best photocopy I could. Oh, <laughs> it should look just like this. It's okay. So you sent out the masterpiece you thought you were gonna send out. No. <laughs> I thought I was sending it over fire, son. I was just like, all right, I, I sent that hot fire. They can warm themselves all night by this. It's dope. Here we go. And um, <laughs> it's like um. By the grace of Jim, <laughs> he 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 was like, yeah, I see potential. There was a you know cartoony wave of artists coming into the industry, and Jim has a sensibility uh, to to think forward and be like, you know what, I'm gonna jump in front of that and, and grab some motherfuckers. He has that eye. He has that eye. I'm gonna jump in front of that and grab some people that can uh, you know be original with it and take it there, take it places. And he was like, yo, Kirby, I like what you got going down. I was like, what? So uh, yeah, they 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 uh, sent me a plane ticket and um, set it up where they're gonna pay for my lodging in a in a in a, an apartment in La Jolla with some other in, with some other interns and like train us to get ready for the industry of being in comics. The fraternity of artists. It is, son. <laughs> it was it was like the era was, was it was the time that you had to experience. I was I got it there to tell end of the dragon. Yeah, you know what I mean, like you know. Like the first couple years or whatever that I missed out on that competition, that they everybody was caking off. Like you know, you can make a book and just it's gonna sell. It's just it's Wildstorm affiliated. You're gonna make money. So everybody was getting paid like a motherfucker. Um, oh, yeah, the nineties were a great time for comics. Yeah, yeah, they were. It was, yeah, they money were. was being made. Stories, new stories, amazing stories. It was potential because before that, it was just like it was just it was like Marvel and there was a DC. There was DC and there was some independents. And so it was just like either fucking with Marvel or you fucking with DC or you, I'm an underground and some independence and shit, you know, some Felix the Cat shit, right. <laughs> you know. And so um, you gotta start doing Archie. And you know what I mean? Shout outs to uh, to uh, Jeff Smith doing Bone. Shout out to Cerebus too. You know what I mean? You know that Elf Quest. 
the paninis. Right, everybody. <laughs> you know, been doing it. Been doing it. You know, still doing it. Been doing it. Big up to them. But, um, yeah, being at Wildstorm was an uh, era and a time where it was just like none other. And then I got up in there and I realized how 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 sister the companies were like Top Cow yeah. and, and um, how close and they how close they relate yeah. you know how how they started off together you know while Jim uh, and Sylvester were together and, and formed Homage Studios and then they split off to do Top Cow and then Wildstorm and everything and it's like right. oh, you know um, and how like everybody used to uh, you know fax each other. It, drawings and like you know in, in between studio humor and every stuff yeah and and, 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 and like uh what do you call it poking at each other it was crazy son it was it was it was ridiculous i dabbed my toe in it but i and if i was too good or not because i i did it and i was like oh did i offend that person yeah <laughs> did i do too did i did too soon did i step over my boundary i'm too young right but um <laughs> yeah but uh but uh being up at the up being up at the studio was like you, you get to uh, meet amazing people, see amazing art before it comes out, get to learn the process, um, trust that your team is going to be able to uh, take it to market. Are you going to just be as efficient, as dope as you are? You know? And so when I was up in there, I was definitely, I was trying to bring it. Yeah, yeah. That, you got you to gotta gotta pick it. something up from all those artists, man, because if you don't, then you're not going to improve. You know, it's, and if you see a lot of great art, but I realized how much I didn't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you get up in there and you be like, man, I can't do buildings for crap. It's just, I can do expressions and anatomy, but it's just like that person over there does amazing anatomy. Oh, my Lord. You know what I mean? And this person over here knows story paneling and composition and, and like all these things that you think about and you do, but now you learn and know the terms. And now you're like around other people who are, are, are climbing that wall, just like you climbing that wall with like there are other interns, you know. Yeah. Thumb yeah. didn't make it and thumb did, you know. Like, um, yeah, you, you know, some, some switch genres and realize like, yo, that's dope, but I need to do this, you know, and that's, that's part of the mission. You, you know, Wildstorm was that place where it's like, nobody gets fired from Wildstorm. You know? <laughs> We're all family here. You know, it's, it's all love. Until hey. people started getting fired. I know, until, until, <laughs> until shit get real. And then some people were like, yo, where's so-and-so at, man? He ain't hurt. Uh, Homeboy, he can't sweep the caboose no more. <laughs> <laughs> he got fired now. And then, you know. And you realize that it's a business. It's corporate. Comics is real. People make this. People make this shit. You know what I mean? There are people who put their, you know, who their livelihoods on it. You know, people ask me, like, yeah. why, did, why did Jim sell Wildstorm to DC Comics? And I was like, more money, Jim, right? You no, know, it's not even that. You know, I talked to him and asked him about it, and Jim was like, you know, and I ain't trying to tell your business, Jim, but you know, it's a real talk. <laughs> I was like, Jim was like, you know, I realize there are people who work for me. You know, I've known these people for years. And my, you know, my production staff and his, and artists and everybody that comes to me, like I need, and it's like comics is tight now. I, I can't, they're not selling like they used to. Yeah. It was just like you know, Warner Brothers and DC was like, you know what, you know, you know, we would love your production company, Jim Lee. You know, it's a, you know, the things that you do on the production side, you know, your average fan doesn't even know what the fuck y'all be doing, but y'all be crushing it. And at the, at the, at the another company, we see what you're doing. We want to buy you because we got the duchy and the backing. Come join our family. Plus, we get the bonus of Jim Lee. Yeah. You can't beat that with a stick. Yeah, that's true. So it's just like you get a great artist and it's production house. Yeah. Right? You get a great artist and as well. The and other is, great what, artist that he right, brings right. with him. But, but what does he get? His main goal was to make sure that the people under him can continue to uh, feed their families. Yeah. 
that's type of, that type of cat he is. So I was just like, good okay, man, cool, cool. You know, I will say though, I understood when he was saying, and he was like, you know, he, he thought he wanted to bring a, a think tank along with him, you know. But then he found out when Warner Brothers was consolidating DC Comics, Warner or Wildstorm and everything. They're like, yeah. you know, we got New York branch, we got La Jolla branch, bring them all back into Burbank because that's where everything is at. We can put them on the lot and keep yeah. it rolling. And that way they can communicate better. And so that's what, you know, they've been doing. That's what that they've been there doing the thing, you know. Oh, you know, but I, did, I will say Jim couldn't tell us, you know, everything because, you know, it's under secrecy. It's just, can't say things. Contracts right? and you stuff, know, you know. know. And he was just like, you know, he, but he kept telling us, like, you know, we're going to, you know, I want to bring you up here with me, you know, we could be a think tank and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, and everybody around me, and if people are like, you know, what happened to the artist of Wildstorm? Everybody around me, and we were all doing our thing. We were all doing our thing. We were together. And then it's like, we got the promise of going up to Burbank alone because we're thinking that, you know, the house is closing. We got to, like, you know, what's, what's up with us? You know, yeah. we're in house. We're, we're farm animals. <laughs> you know, find another farm. You know what I mean? We got, you know, we go along with this new farm, but what's going on? And, um, I don't know if Jim knew or not, you know. I'm sure he I'm sure he probably knew, but he can't tell us. <laughs> you know. Let's just be let's just be real with it. He you know, it's like, you know, I, he he took us to lunch one day, I was like, I you know, y'all should start your own studio. Yep. He broke up with you guys. Well, yeah, cut that tent and umbilical. But the thing is this, he's like, Y'all should start your own studio. There's more money, all this other stuff and blah 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 blah. You know, and I was like, You're not taking us along. Okay. I make okay, it makes sense. I, I understand that. And then he was like, you know, you guys should start your own studio down here and pull your own resources to get somebody to help you, you know, keep the day-to-days up and running, da-da-da. And, you know, he was like, you know, since he still lives down here, you know, I have a house down here. Like, you know, I can come visit y'all and everything, you know. Yeah. I, you know, I can come visit y'all, you know, draw with y'all in the studio, you know. You know, I ain't, I ain't part of the studio, but, you know. Yeah, you know, make guest appearance. Make guest appearance and say, what's up, you know, depending on how it works. You know, like, take some footage of footage. Yo, Jim Lee in the yeah. house, you know. this We could have worked it to our advantage. We could have kept the legacy going. Yeah. But no, none of the other artists saw it as that. They all saw it as just like, oh, Jim said we can start our own studio, but we're still thinking we're going up to Wild We're going up to Burbank with them. Oh, okay. Right. So when I when Jake, <laughs> none, none of them got the picture that they, they didn't get the, the they didn't get the picture. And in my mind, it's like my mind. You know, I, I was I was like, he can't take us along to be his think tank. It just isn't isn't efficient. If if, D, if Warner Brothers is like, what can we cut? What can we keep? He can't you know take everybody along. You know, we artists can go freelance. Yeah. So yeah. it just made sense that he's like, young go freelance and make more money too, do your thing. I was like, okay, cool. So we're not gonna be farming. You gonna let the open the gate and we get to run. <laughs> but Pretty you, much. you know, but it's like if we stick together, we can survive. I'm like, all right, that's doable. But none of them saw it as that. So when I talked to them after the, the meeting, I was like, yo, did you hear what he said? We should yeah. start our own shit. We should do that. This and that, 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 you know. They all looked at me and was like, man, you crazy, man. What are you talking about? You tripping? You know? They're not what? No. You know, we can't do that. And who are we going to, under you? What's gonna, what? And I was like, we can do it together. Yep. And they, they didn't see it as that. And, then, and it's like, they didn't see it as, as his way of saying, I can't take you along to be my think tank, but y'all could be my think tank down here. Yeah, like when I'm down here. And then yeah, I, can, yeah. I can tap into y'all and be like, what's up? Because like a lot of the brilliant things that, uh, you know, and I, I didn't realize it working for, the, you know, the man, but you, you know, you learn, you work for a person, you be like, you think that person is amazing and comes out with such amazing jewels. But you don't do the knowledge and be like, well, he's a surrounds himself with talented people, with with jewels and gems and kings yeah. and and all kind of you know thoughtful motherfuckers. And so it's it, he some of the things he's done was like, 
amazing that he put it out there. He knows how to time it, put it out there, draw it in a way to, to make it seem like this is the dopest, you know? And, and like, but it, working there, I'm like, oh, he got that. He, I did that. Or, or, or I saw homeboy do that. This yeah, is, you know, yeah, that's, yeah. what? You know, but it's, but it's a, it's a, it's a footnote in the record book and it's, it's gone and done, you know? And that's, and it's like, people don't realize that comics has this underside of it. It has this whole other life to it, this whole other world of it. They think like, oh, what is Batman doing? Who cares what Batman's doing? If DC can tell you that Batman's history is erased now because we don't want to have him wear underwear on the outside. And if we want to put him in a movie, you know, we want to, you know, have him stand next to, you know, underwearless Superman. <laughs> it's like, it's like, you know, because we want to have him next to like, you know, pantsuit Wonder Woman. It's like... <laughs> I think the worst Batman would be the underwear Batman with the nipples. Uh, as a gay man, <laughs> seeing the bat suit with the nipples and, and, and everything, I, watching it, I was I was even off foot. I was like, "Whoa, buddy, what the fuck is that?" <laughs> I was like, "How do I don't know how I feel right now? I, should I feel angry or attracted or or what? What the hell is you doing, son? Who who did this?" Very confusing feeling. I was like, <laughs> I was like, it's a molded rubber suit, big up. I'm like, okay, if everybody had one of those, it'd be very confusing on the block <laughs> to see who got the abs and who don't. But they got the nipples on it. And I was just like, I like graphic design. I like costume design. I like, you know, nipples. <laughs> but really? You know what I always thought with that suit was that his actual nipples went into the... Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, he had to have them hard. Oh, so my God. Go no, that is... I, I wonder I wonder what... Who, who was that? Michael Keaton? Who was that? Who, who was that man? I, I think that was Clooney, right? What, what, I think it was Clooney. Clooney or Kilmer? Or Val Kilmer. Kilmer. What, 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 I wonder what the actor thought as soon as he saw those nipples. He probably liked it. You think he was like, hell yeah. You know, he's these motherfucking bad man got nipples. I'm he, about he to probably kill had it. a weird fetish where he's rubbing his nipples oh looking at himself. Gosh, that would Busting be, the silence of the lambs. That would be bananas. <laughs> <laughs> that would be bananas. Really? Damn. I don't, I don't know. I, I That's don't, a question to ask, though. I don't think you would care because you're like, yeah, I'm, ba- I'm Batman, and so I'm wearing a Batman suit like as an actor. But there's never been nipples on Batman. Never yeah, been nipples yeah, on Batman. Yeah. And it's like, I can understand being molded and fitted. I can understand that. But the, the nipples are just, they're just extra. It's like you didn't need it. That was a gay man's fetish right there with power. <laughs> the mauve glove strikes, strikes again. Well, who is the, the director? The Schumacher? Mm-hmm. He was like, you know, on some... Um, was that the one with Mr. Freeze in it, right? I think so, yes. Did, didn't yes. even he have nipples? Like Arnold? I don't remember. He probably did. That was the greatest Mr. Freeze ever. He was, I, though. I'm on, on record right now. Up. Like I said, I, there, was, <laughs> there was things in it that I was like, yeah, if I'm going to ride with you, Schumacher, then let us let's let me strap in and let's ride. Like He had the, like, the, the neon light gangsters that yeah. are like, you know, skating on ice. He's <laughs> like, we're thugs on ice. <laughs> Shooting Tommy guns. I'm sitting there like, man. They're West Side Story and Gotham. They, like, they just coming <laughs> at it. Side Story. I, I, was, I was like, y'all, y'all jumping sharks. You know? <laughs> it was almost like a musical. It was like, you know, like certain props were falling into place right on time so they could just slide and skate up on them and shit. And I was just like, ooh. <laughs> ooh. But he want, he was going for a certain campiness. He was going for a... Um, you know, the TV show. Very campy. Very, you know, I, I, he I wanted to capture that. That's why he was like, you know, with a sprinkle a little little fairy on it. Like, you know, like, yo, and, and like, you know, go, 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 um, you know, old school TV show. Well, the, with the, budget and power. That's what he was going for. So in, um, that's why I was like, I'm riding with you. What's I, his name? Um, Tim Burton. Didn't he kind of 
Like I remember the, Tim took it dark. He did the, the well, Michelle it was, it was, it was with still, the Catwoman was, with the strikes. You like, know, like the first Batman was still very colorful, very purple, very everything. You talking about the first Tim Burton one? Yeah, the Penguin. Yeah, no, with uh, the Joker, Jack Nicholson. Oh yeah, yeah. And then the second one was way more colorful than the first one. What I, I remember, because because if you ever look at Tim Burton's process, it's like he. Well, he, that, yeah, it's his style. It's very. He'll colorful. do like a children's book uh, or style drawings or what the fuck is in his head. And it's, then, like, you know, he pointed make this. It, <laughs> it's, very, it's very gothic-y, because he is a very a gothic, gothic man, cat. And I like that. And it's just like that, um, there was a documentary, I saw, I think it's called The Death of Superman, or The Rebirth. Of, it's a documentary about Tim Burton was going to do the Superman movie yeah. with Nicolas Cage as Superman. Oh, and, yeah, I saw the costume for and that. And it, it was the story that of That shit was the horrible looking. I was like, yeah, that would have <laughs> ruined y'all careers. Thank whoever said no, put the brakes on this shit. Deserves a cookie. Okay, but you're not going to tell me you're not intrigued to have seen Nicolas no, Cage. No, no, no. It's, it's Nicolas no, Cage. No, no, no. I, I put it like this. Nicolas Cage, I don't even. I, I big him up. I'm like, he working? Big up. You know, that's like, that's like a Tarzan movie coming around. You know, some black people is working. It's just like, big up. So the fact that he got two ghostwriters out of it, I was like, you know what? Big up. I ain't mad at you. You working? I ride along with them. Could they have been better? Yes, they could have been better. And a character he could not kill because he's a uh, Ghost Rider's on Shield now, the Agents of Shield show. Well, then people, but people are all like, "This new Ghost Rider, he's driving a car." What's, what? I can't have that. What is? That? I'm like, it's a comic. Like, did you not read the new shit? You know, or the Robbie Reyes? He's dope. You know, I'm like, he's driving a car. The Ghost. It makes sense. They, yeah. they tie it all together. The Mexican it, mechanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and it's just like he. Um, Looks after his brother, you know, who has uh, special needs and everything. Have you noticed, though, that Marvel has been going, their new superhero routes are very um, different Diverse. races. Yes, yeah, very, well, very, it's, very, it's, very well, di- more diverse it's, than it's, just the regular white well, man well, superhero. Well, that's their chance to be like, well, we're gonna, if we're going to redo the universe, you know, can we can we bring in some more uh, female leads? Can we do uh, uh, more kids uh, of diverse? Can we do this and that? Like, you know, Spider-Man's black, you know. Uh, uh, Miss Marvel is, um, what is she, uh, Indian? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's Indian. Yeah, so it's just like um, they're like, let's switch it up and let's let's diverse with it, which is which is cool. I ain't gonna tell them that they bad for that. I will say that what? I wish they would do new characters of different races and actually like really like you know make some interesting dope new characters as opposed to changing the classic characters because yeah. like like killing the Hulk and making them um, Asian is just like. Why, you know? I'm like, you didn't have to kill Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner is dope. He's he like he's been around since the TV show as David Banner. You know, it's always it's like he's iconic. It's like he plays a role. He's one of the smartest cats in the Marvel universe. I know Amadeus is up there also. Yeah. So, you know, like there's enough room in the universe to, to give everybody their own thing. If there's enough for was it Chinese Superman? Right. There's you still know, enough room for you know what I mean. And, it's, and, I, and, I, and I picked that book up. I, I messes with it. You know, I, I fucks with it because it's like. They're like, you know what? He's not Superman. He, he's he's the Asian Superman. And I'm like, okay, he's something new. You know, I'm, I'm, let me see what's up. Yeah. Now, if, if Marvel did that, like, all new, all different, I'm like, you know, there's it's all new, you know. And, and, and it's like, I would say that they are doing it. It just feels like they're replacing the old. You know, and I think that's the beef for me. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like I'm not, I know that they're, like, bringing new and different, like, you know, like I said, Spider-Man's uh, black, you know, Miles Morales. And I'm like, all right, big up. You know, he made sense. Uh, Peter Parker passed the torch. And Miles Morales is around now. Well, now know. we have both in the same universe, right? We have Which Miles is cool. and Peter I wish they, you know, because I, of the Secret Wars. And right, right, Hickman. right. And, I, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm going to piggyback off of uh, Comics Explain. Uh, Big Rob, big up. 
Love you, love what you do. But uh, it's like he he had mentioned about like why it would be way the f better if Marvel had made it where like yeah, there's 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 two Spider Mans, and then you have Spider Man proper Peter Parker, and he's taking Miles Morales under his wing, and you just don't run, you know, you run their episodes. Him training, you know, the younger Spider-Man yeah. on how to be a Spider-Man, and, like, they write together. Instead of, instead of having the Prowler be the Spider-Man at, at, at Parker Industries, and Parker being, like, in charge of being, you know, like, oh, uh, the leftovers from the, the Otto Octavius storyline where he's running his body, he had the industry, and now he's running it, and, like, all oh, successful. He's, like, he's, he's Iron Man now. He's Tony Stark. You know what I mean? Peter Parker is Tony Stark as opposed to having somebody who, who's like, you know... Well, it's not the first time he's been a Tony Stark kind of guy, you know. He's, I wouldn't be he's, mad... He's worn those suits I, I, before. I wouldn't he's, be mad at him wearing... Like, the suits are... I don't... The suits are, are, are skins. Who cares about that? What's important is, like, his daily struggle. The character's different now. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's because, oh, he's grown, he's evolved. This is how we evolved him. Well, you don't it's, always want to see him as the poor kid, right? Like the, he doesn't the working have to be at the, the Daily poor Bugle. Kid, but I will say this: he can do the thing since time changed, where he's still connected to the Daily Bugle. He's trying to do his own little magazine or something like that, a new web, a web series or something like that, and it's like it's caught on a little something. Maybe uh, he saves somebody, and like you know, they reward him. You know, while he has a mask, and say, "Fuck it, you don't care." Here's a million dollar Spider Man, and he takes that and he actually invest something in it and then you see how he takes that money and he still has to deal with yeah. it you know he's still like not, you can't give somebody money who's never had money before and expect them to know how to handle money you know that what I mean that's true so it's like that'll be a whole new struggle and a new interesting story for Spider-Man to deal with as a Spider-Man fan and be like yeah like I, I, I can see him evolving into this character into this situation and having to deal with it still dealing with the day to day grind of putting on the mask but dealing with you know how to pay the bills now he got more money to do with he got to make sure anybody's stealing from him yeah. he got to make sure he's investing in it wisely because he's like you know he, he get a conversation from a new Uncle Ben not that um, somebody's trying to replace him somebody give him some new information and be like you know with great power guns great responsibility but you should also invest in stocks and bonds <laughs> you know so then he has to think about that shit, and yeah, then he don't, yeah, and then he yeah. lose that shit, yeah. or, or, or he starts losing chunks of money, and then it's like almost like the spawn clock where like he has money, but it's it's coming down. Yeah, you know, and you don't want to make it like, oh, we don't want to have to deal with like you know Spider money, Spider Man, but it's like he's still it's still Peter Parker dealing with some, some real shit, and that's what we liked about Spider Man. He was dealing with real shit. He was a young teenager trying to go to school, dealing with trying to uh, be a superhero, dealing with like the death of his uncle and his and his aunt who, who's like, what the fuck does she do for money? And yeah. they're always struggling with the bills and shit. Yeah. So that's why he worked with the fucking Daily Bugle. You got to think but, she'll get like Social Security, right, baby. Right, but right. that's not enough for a right, house. Right, That's why she was always struggling with bills. Or, yeah. That's why he was like, you know what? I got to go make some money. And I'm a photographer. I'm going to go work for Daily Bugle. And then, you know, J. Jonah Jameson is like, fuck you, Parker. You know, but you get these damn Spider-Man shots. Right. So then it's like, you know, okay, I need to... Uh, you know, work this and that. So it's like, and you see him evolve. You see him go through different girlfriends. You see him, like, you know, go through different costumes, go through different villains, new villains, the old villains coming back. And it's like, the great stories were always about, you know, him. The newest villains are like, you know, like, you know, this dude got scissor fingers, or this dude, this dude can turn the liquid, you know, blood and it's sandwich hands. You know, Watch sandwich hands. It's just like, it's like, that's irrelevant. That's the skin. Yeah. You know, that's the costume that can be changed. But what's at the core is what's important when you read comic books. You want to see how this character evolves and deals with each situation like a normal person would in your own situation. We just want to be able to dip into somebody else's reality at at, at a tangible rate, at a cheap rate. Comics were cheap escapism. Now, here's the thing. Would you 
like if somebody that uh, an artist made a whole their whole series run on say like a spider-man if they started as like parker as a baby and ended it as parker as an old man oh, so, so somebody evolved like, yeah like I, that, I, that, i've that, always that. i've always wanted to see parker as a 34 40 year old man like as an actual spider man not, right. not a spider boy that right, we know right, 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 like right. a man who has years of training already yeah, and yeah. is the perfect spider yeah because yeah. he could be a perfect assassin no doubt no doubt parker yeah, could yeah, kill yeah, anybody yeah. and if he perfected all his things he could be the perfect assassin because he's a spider it's a ninja. But you got, all, right, all right, I'll say this. Now, this is the side of comics that, that, that hurts me. Yeah, that would be dope to have, like, Spider-Man be from a baby to a man if, you, if I'm along for that ride. And I'm like, you, this is going to span over, like, over 200, 300 issues or something like that. The team it would take to well, keep maybe, the consistency maybe not that big, of it. But you know, but I'm, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like, you, if you got a good thing, then you want to keep it rolling. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, Invincible. It's the closest thing I can, I can say to that right now. They have characters that you know start off as babies, like uh, what was it? Um, well, Oliver starts off as Oliver a baby. starts off as a baby, but he, but he also has a DNA and you know, but it's DNA also, you know, so you can go fast, so it makes sense. But, but like you but can you see also, that, yeah, you see the evolution of Mark, right, right. and Eve, so right, that right, is... right. That, that's that's great to see. The other thing, that the only other situation I've seen of that is uh, from Titans, like Nightwing, yeah, from Robin from Nightwing. They don't let everybody grow up that too quickly, and like it's just it's bad for business. So yeah. if the story is specific about this character will age and mature, this is a whole other thing, then fine. But if you're like, yo, we have a franchise, you ain't going to let that motherfucker get too old too quickly. Well, what, what if you do it like You'll this? You'll tell stories about it. What Because you know how there's like three, at any time, like three, four different Batman comics coming out. I know. So what if you just, what if that story is just another one of those? It wouldn't be. That's what I'm saying. That's the only way you could do it. Yeah. And it's just like, that's like that's like Old Man Logan. Yeah, pretty much like an Old Man Logan. Like Old Man like, Logan in, in the Dark Knight, it in would, the Dark Knight Returns. It would be basically like Wolver, uh, Logan Origins. All the way to like when he's in the X Men and then Old Man Logan. Like that's probably the closest thing you could get to creating a but whole life. But you can't tell those type of stories too quickly. Yeah. That's if you true. tell those type of stories too quickly, then you you, you ruin the pooch. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you spoil you spoil it too quickly, and it's like you never know who you're gonna get to work with. You never know go. You never know who's gonna come along and, and, and put that, that that spin and twist on a classic. That's like that's amazing. That that's what's been missing. You know. Sometimes you don't want that with the with the. With the revelation of Wolverine's name and origin, yeah. he loses so much mystique and popularity. When yeah. we didn't know who the fuck he was, and all we know him by <laughs> was Logan, and he was constantly trying to find out who he was. You like he the was mystery. still so so mysterious. When we find out he's James Howlett, it's, it's like, like oh, uh, he's another nigga. Yeah, just, you know, who gives a fuck now? You know, colonial like, times. You know what I mean? Like, really? You was? Yeah, I don't care. You yeah. know, the whole the whole mystery between him and Sabretooth was so sick. Cause it was like Sabretooth would come around and be like, I know who we are. He don't know shit. Yeah. You know, I was your daddy. I was your brother. I was your, you know, I was this and that. And suddenly they're like, you'd be like, is it maybe clearly? Ooh. And then all of a sudden they tell it and it's just like, well, okay, you ruined it. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to know that. You know what I mean? So it's like if I create characters, I, you know, if it's a mystery behind it, you're not going to know. I well, don't that, want you to know. Well, then the thing, too, is like, because when something runs for so long, just like the Hickman Avengers, New Avengers, I liked certain artists when they were on there, and then I just hated other artists that got on there. Mm-hmm. So that's why I also kind of like, like, like with Invincible and Walking Dead, he's uh, wa- he's been able to no, keep yeah. the same artist because for such a long because time. Because it's like that those, those that for one, it pays. Yeah. You know, I will say you find a good team and that you can pay the bills off of that shit, you stick together like like hot rice. You know what I mean? And then it's like, um, he keeps it simple. It's just like, yo, they know what they got to do. Come on and do this thing. And they probably get the help 
dictate the flow mm-hmm. of of what's going down too. Yeah. They probably got ideas, and he's just like, "Yeah, let's let's write that up in there. Let's throw that shit to the wall and go there." You know, um, so they were they're able to facilitate that and keep that keep that legacy going. I think they're about to end um, Invincible coming out. I, I, I guess yeah, Invincible is ending at a one forty four, I believe. I'm sad to see you next go. next year in October. I'm salty. I'm salty. I'll just yeah, I was hoping that. It would have lasted a long time because I just I love it. It's a good good book. It's I'm like yeah, I'm like who's done who's tired of doing it? is is it the artist or the writer? Because I'm saying like if it's the artist, then pick carefully and find another. another from what artist. I from what I read, it was Kirkman. He said that the way he wrote the story was for it to continue, but I guess he was, he was writing it in a way where it just an ending just came about, like the perfect ending came about, and he was like, I'm just gonna end it there. Okay. Because right, for, for The Walking Dead, he feels that like he can die and it'll continue. Yeah. But I feel that The Walking Dead has to end at a certain point. That or you have to. I would like to see the rest of the world. Well, the, okay. I'll say the concept of The Walking Dead, from what I understand, is like yeah, it's like it's like everybody's you know. It's just it, a group. Everybody's affected. It focuses on so one group. So when you when you yeah when you yeah, a group, but it's like when everybody's in that group dies. Then it's like they'll become zombies, and that's just what it is. And it's like unless you do a whole other like you know Walking Dead universe, London, you know, then it's like oh, what are they doing over there? You know, yeah. how's it affecting them? Then that's a whole other take on it. But right now, from what I gather, because I don't read the book, I'm I'm not really into zombies and horror. I appreciate it, I understand it, but I'm like, eh, not for me. Yeah, The Walking Dead's more like a um, it's psychological than how a you novella. Deal with, yeah, yeah, in a zombie world. The show is very is very like that, like a very novella style. Mm. The comic novella. has a little more action, and um, I like it a lot more than I like the show. But mm. I do feel that the, the comic does have to end. But I do feel that when Rick dies, Carl, his son, will always just become the leader. See, it has, it has part twos. Part like, yeah, it, it, it has that. And then, like, maybe that Carl can just somehow walk across the U.S. And then maybe end yeah, up... Yeah, a new group. You know, a, yeah, you could end up in London or you find a boat. You could end up somewhere else and you, you could, could be find trapped a group. in a boat with, with some people and then you end up in London. Yeah, because it is, it is kind of cool to know what happens to their group. But it's always nicer to know the big picture yeah. of, like, I want to see the rest of the world all fucked right, up. Not right. just Georgia or wherever the fuck they're at. You know, <laughs> yeah, they're they're somewhere by there. <laughs> like in the in the bayou, pretty much zombies in swamp water. Which is this is why I like Mark Miller because he will make at least like five to six issues a story. His stories will end. I do wish though sometimes they were longer. Let me ask you because I'm one of those people. Who's like, I, I, is it Mark Miller or Mark Millar? I say Miller, but I, I might be saying it wrong. I think it's Mark Millar. That's like Greg. Capulio? I say Capulu. Capulu? I say Capulu. I've heard it said many ways. I'm sure he's had people butcher his name throughout the industry, but I always I always thought it was Greg Capulio. Capulio. Yeah, Greg it, it could Capulio. Because be. there's two L's in it. Capulio, Greg Capulio. I always just thought it was Capulo. We got a list of names in comics. Oh man, you know we're just going to try to pronounce. You know how many whole damn names there are in comics <laughs> oh, that cannot me. be pronounced. Don't get me started. Like Fco Placia. I'm like his name was probably like. Like something else, and he's like, I'm just gonna automatically shorten this motherfucker. Yeah, it's the longest fucking name. Like Doug Mankey? FCO Palisquinas. Uh, is that what it is? Like, is it Mankey or this, Monkey? This, Mankey? this is Tom- Monkey? Tomasi? Th- Thomasy? Thomasy? Thomas- Thomasy. This is from the Superman Rebirth issue 8. We're trying to read. Like the, 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 the name. creatives. Tomasi Gleason. Tomasi. Peter, Peter Tomasi. I think it's Tomasi. Is that Makni? Uh, 
Is it in it? It's a Mankey, maybe? Mankey. Mankey. He's a Doug Pokemon. Mankey, D- Doug Monkey? Doug Monkey or Mankey? Doug Mankey is a Pokemon. One of my favorite artists. <laughs> he, his knowledge of anatomy is so amazingly dope. He keeps a brother on his toes. I'm like, he just he just draws it like it's easy, too. Don't don't sleep. His his library of, of, of work is extensive and ridiculous. Like like Superman, he, he came in, like, oh, they're doing a mask? Not mask. Uh, yeah, mask. Uh, you know that... Um, the Mask, the movie with Jim Carrey? Yeah. It was based off a comic book. And then oh, it was really? like, and like uh, Doug Mankey was the artist, uh, one of the creatives who designed The Mask. And That's was doing cool. that book back with, on Dark Horse back in the day. And who, who was the, uh, I forgot the writer's name. Everybody always remembers the writers over the artists. But I'm like, I'm one of those artists who remembers the artists. <laughs> you know? I'm like, yo, we, don't, don't forget the artists now. Shit. But, um, yeah. So, like, he, he was one of those guys. And it's like, he uh, did a, a <coughs> major bummer. Amazing stuff. Uh, let's see. And then he did like forever long on like Superman back in the day and like Justice League and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, he had a style that was more like, you know, like it was more uh, shadow, chunky, get her done, but it was amazing, amazing <laughs> stuff. Um, let's see. Plus, it's like his, his gestures, his, his likenesses. Just, he's, he's dope. Okay? I can't even speak enough. His vascularity, the way he draws veins on people. It's, you need to peep, peep Doug Monkey. He's dope. You know, uh, and now he's doing Superman Rebirth, uh, where it's Superman and his son kicking it. So uh, it's just, I get flabbergasted off, off amazing artwork. Don't get me started. We just go off of like, oh JJ, who's your favorite artist? I'm like, man, well, yeah, who is right now? Right now, like right now, or, or, who? Or, or, like I'll like, who's killing it right now, or who's inspired me to make? You know, who, who's who I think is dope? Because I'll be like. Arthur Adams is still one of my all-time favorites. He's like it's like a Saturday morning cartoon. You read his shit. It's dope. Big up to him. Alan Davis is amazing. Because well, like an up, like a new and up and comer. Like who? New, it's like new and up and comer. Um, because I'll say like Frank Quietly. Oh yeah. He's but he's been around for a long time. So like you know, people, you may be just not getting hit to him. That's the thing with comics. You know, in comics, yeah. That's the so thing. Like, you never know. It's like if you never read uh, like you know the work that Frank Wiley did for uh, Wildstorm, you better educate yourself. Uh. He did Authority, uh, Midnight, or Parlor, and all that. Like he killed it, crushed. You know what I mean? Um, let's see, who who else is my favorite? Like you know, right now, like you know, Greg Capullo, but. He's 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 been dope on like you know X X Force and like you know Quasar and everything back in the day. Run on Spawn, legendary, you know. Yeah. So you know, um, but I will say Olivier Coipel, 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 He did a run on um, Thor when they brought him back from Ragnarok. Okay. They bring they bring him out when like when he's doing special stuff. You know, Dan Norton and I. Big up to Dan Norton. If you're not knowing, you need to do the knowledge. My my, my brother from another mother, Dan <laughs> Norton. You know what I'm saying? You know, and that's he drew Black Ops for a Wild Storm. You know, he, he did amazing stuff. He was the art director on Thundercats, the cartoon, the new one. That stuff was dope. Holla at your boy. <laughs> but it's just like, um, yeah, back in the day, we was hip to Quipel stuff when he when he was doing um, Legion of Superheroes for DC. Yeah. You know, or Legion Lost. It turned into Legion Lost. And it's like his artwork was very rough and very like scratchy and, and like nothing like it is now. And it was just like Dan and I saw like the kinetics he was doing, the, the gestures he was doing. It's like this guy got something. Yeah. He's got something going on. What is he's going on? He's not fair, but he, he got something. Yeah, he's no, he's like, you know, we see this shit though. It's not pretty, but it's pretty. Yeah. You know what I mean? We we, we we feel you, fam. So then it's like uh 
to see him grow from Legion of, Legion of Superheroes to uh, Legion Lost, where like there's a certain a team of Legionnaires that they, they that spun off into a whole other uh, pocket dimension or something like that, like or so far so far off in the universe. Yeah. Where it's not even black, it's white, and the stars are are black. It's just like it's reverse. That shit was crazy, but uh, you know he drew that series, and to see him tighten up and and to like you can see him forming. It's like oh my god, this guy is dope. So then to see him um, go from there to go over to Marvel, and then Marvel uh, would have him do um, what was it uh, the Th- Thor book? He did some X Men, you know. Books. It just he just he just was killing it. Did a Spider Man uh, crossover where they had all the the what the all the Spider Man from different realities. Oh, the Spider Verse. The Spider Verse. He did the he did the book. Oh, that was him. Yeah, yeah. I I got that book. It was like six hundred and some pages. Oh, it, it, all it, together. It, it, yeah, it included every single uh, all the in betweens and shit. Yeah, yeah. like all the in betweens. He, so he did. Many. I want to say he did. He did the bookends. He did like I want to say he didn't do the whole run. He did the the actual just Spider Verse ones. Yeah, like, yeah. I think it's like four of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, he did those. He's dope. He's dope. Like I said, uh, did he do the Spider Man before that one as well? Because I remember I was reading Superior Man. Spider-Man. That was somebody else. I know it's Dan Slott is the writer. Yeah, uh, Superior uh, Spider-Man. That's the, uh, that's, what, that's that's the, the one, one with um, Doc, 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 Doc in him. Did he do any of those? I don't remember him doing too many. I don't think he did any of those, to my knowledge. But I did get that series. Or was it the Spider-Man after? Because after Superior was amazing, he came back again. Peter Parker. It may have been that one. It may have been that. May have been that because that's the one that leads up to the Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. That's the where Alex Ross is doing like the covers for pretty much every single issue. Well, you you know how that is. You know he's yeah. amazing. He's Alex Ross is dope. He's I've like, I've seen that man's galleries at like Comic Con and stuff. Like, dude, those freaking posters or paintings are worth a lot of money, thousands of dollars. I'm like, yeah, it's beautiful, but it's not four thousand dollars. Beautiful. It's crazy. <laughs> I made him back in the day when I was like early in the, in the industry. Uh, he was a cool cat, you know. We vibed out. It was cool. Uh, I think I met him through Tom Rainey. Big up to Tom Rainey. Shouts out. That's my dude, you know. <laughs> Shouts out all around. Gina going. You know how we get down. Holla at your boy, you know. If y'all hear this, you know what it is. It's JJ. J-A-Y, super fly, minus the wings and bug eyes. Holla at your boy. <laughs> rawr, rawr, rawr. You know. Yo, we just talking right now. It's like it's all went long winded. Is it time to wrap up? Is it an hour? Is it too long? Pretty much. We've Damn, reached that's our all, That's why that shit goes our... so long. Yeah, because I guess you have fun and you just don't know. You just don't know if you're getting into it and you just let me talk. We planned on doing 30 minutes, but... We it, had certain just, topics we want to hit, too. We, we will, didn't hit them. We, we just, will hit them next we, time. We, we just drove all down the road. Hey. Just donutting and shit. We shit had crazy. fun. I learned something. I hope you all learned something. Yeah, know. And thank you to JJ for teaching us. You know, it's, it's, it's like, you know, each one, teach one, baby. That's how we're going to do this. Uh, I know I was probably... Sound like a charlatan right now talking all fast. <laughs> I need to slow down and get into the groove. We did smoke a little weed before this, so you would think we would be calm. Oh, but no, no it, it had no, the opposite no, effect on us. That, that stimulates a brother. <laughs> Hit me in my cortex. I'm like, I'm ready to draw. It gave us the Matthew McConaughey vibes. <laughs> Jesus. So then again, I am Josh Casper. I am JJ Kirby. And we are I Am Comics, and we hope you guys listen to us next time. We will try to do this every Wednesday, if not Sunday, release it on a Monday. 
we will keep you guys updated. Follow us on our Instagram at I Am Comics Podcast. We have a Twitter as well, I Am Comics Podcast as well. Um, all right, guys, read on.